0: all right, this week we've got Seamus Power on the podcast. Had him on. Uh, we were talking there at TPC Potomac during the Wells Fargo. So, this is a chat there. I think it was the Wednesday, so the day before it started. But yeah, just catching up with him. He'd never played the major until he played in his first Masters and tied for 27th. Uh, just recently there at Augusta National. So we talk about the experience. What was it like? He had some family out there. What was it like to uh, swap stories with them every night and <laughs> soak that all in? So we get into that. A lot of a lot of fun stuff with Seamus. Uh, his background as well, being in Ireland. Some of the courses he suggests that we get out to in a trip to Ireland. Looking ahead as well in the year for him. Uh, what he's looking forward to. What he's expecting here for the rest of the year. So Seamus Power. He's a one-time PGA Tour winner. He won the Barbasol championship in 2021 and now we look ahead to what he has next on the horizon. So here's Seamus Power on Beyond the Clubhouse. Right here with Seamus Power. Seamus, this is a pretty cool year for you. Just played your first major at the Masters. What was that takeaway like for you,
1: experience? I mean, it was incredible. It was something like I'll remember forever. But, you know, that's, that's the, they're the sort of tournaments that you can you know, dream about playing. They're the ones you you, know, you practice hard for to, to get in. And, you know, it was, it was fun. Didn't quite play my best, but I was able to get in for the weekend. And so, I mean, that was fun on the first try. But, yeah, it just, I mean, it makes you want to get back there even more, to be honest. What is it about that place? What's, what really stuck out
0: to you? Was it the drive down Magnolia Lane? Was it and Corner? What What really remembered?
1: I mean, the whole experience, it's hard to separate them all, to be honest, you know, even from the par 3 uh, competition, my brother on the bag, and, you know, just having a bunch of friends and family traveling over from home just to, like, to share it with, and obviously the course itself, I, I think that's the cool thing about the course itself, we all watch it forever. Well, I've been watching the Masters for 30, or not 30 years, whatever, 25 years, mm. so you've seen you know, all your idols hit all these shots, and so you, you can't wait to see them yourself. And, I mean, it was one of the few places that you've been to that lived up to the hype in terms of all that. So, I mean, the whole experience was amazing. It's just, I said, it's just special. It's a lot of great memories, and can't wait, and so hopefully I can hopefully get back there again.
0: How did you and these friends from Ireland and family? How did you guys share? Was it each night you guys got together, or is it after the tournament? What was the best way to share memories?
1: No, no we. Were, I mean, it, we had kind of. Uh, we were lucky, so like, one of our friends um, is a, is a really good chef back home in Ireland. He was he was off work, so he was coming over. So he cooked up incredible food for twenty twenty five people every night. So it was it really was incredible. It was. Uh, it was it was just fun after every day. Everyone's got their stories after the day and just all that. Just being able to share all that with, with people not you know where I'm from. Not we don't all grow up playing golf, so it was kind of fun to be able to share something that obviously I do that, and and they wouldn't do in a normal kind of week. So it was it was just the whole thing was incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. How much is playing at the Masters gets you fired up for more majors now, looking ahead?
1: Yeah, I mean, it really does. I mean, that's where you want to be. That's where all the top players are, and they're the ones you want to test your game on. So it's, yeah, absolutely it's huge. You know, I'm, I'm lucky. I've got the PGA come up in a couple of weeks, and then hopefully I can play well and play my way into the U.S. Open and the Open itself. So uh, they're huge goals, and, uh, yeah, I look forward to hopefully reaching them this summer. Yeah, well,
0: when you look at the Open Championship, going to be at St. Andrews, yeah. do you know some of those courses? Have you played the old course a few times? What oh, yeah. would it mean to you to get there?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that that would be special. I mean, just being the home of golf. Uh, yeah, we, I was, I've been lucky enough to play that a few times. I don't know how exactly, but quite a few times. Uh, we played a St. Andrews Lynx Trophy as, a, as an amateur, so I was able to play it a few times. And it's just... It's hard to describe, I was tell people, people ask me what San St. Andrews like, and it's just to stand on that first tee and coming up 18, and even, like, it's just so unique and it's so special, And but knowing the history and all that stuff is is just special there, and it's just nothing quite like you going down, like, the first, the, or standing on the first tee and going down the first hole there.
0: What other, what other courses, when you look at the world of golf, are you really, you know, you talk about Augusta, you talk about St. Andrews, but what else really comes to your mind?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're we're so fortunate, I mean, like, the pj tour we play so many great courses like there's some i mean there's some that i've heard of that would be unbelievable i to be honest i've actually never played royal county down in ireland so it's one of the best courses in the world in my home country so i'm looking forward it's to a shame something. i know but it's just you know when i was young i'm obviously down from waterford so it's it's, it's quite a it's quite a long drive and you know i wouldn't have had too many opportunities to play it so you know hopefully sometime in the future and then you hear of other courses, course like i've heard pine valley is incredible um, Cypress Point I've heard incredible Bandon Dunes you know places like that even like Whistling Straits you saw the guys playing the Ryder Cup there and I mean then you see other ones maybe on the tour, European tour that look spectacular you know Royal Melbourne and stuff like that but I mean I've been lucky I've played a lot but hopefully I can knock a few more off in the next few years Well there's a lot
0: of many great courses in your home country you being is. from Waterford my question to you would be for the weekend golfers the casual golfers at home what would you encourage them to do when they get to Ireland if there's a couple courses that really come to mind if they have never been
1: yeah, we, we're we very fortunate. I mean, I know everyone, a lot of people that travel to Ireland, they play a lot of the similar rotation of the, um, you know, the, the top courses. And, Valley Bunyons. Yes, yeah, all the famous names. But, like, there really is There's fantastic courses. I grew up in a small town in Dungarvan with three three very nice Parkland courses, West Waterford, Dungarvan, and Gold Coast. But if you go east from there, like Ross Lair Golf Club, Arclo Golf Club, and then, like, obviously... Yeah, I know European Club is, is a bit more of on that higher level one, but they're fantastic courses in like areas that aren't quite the same. It, it, doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to register on those on the big golf trips that they do, but we're very lucky. We have terrific courses all over the country, like you have Parkland. Obviously, like, I'm lucky to have a connection with the K Club, and that's a fantastic course. Mount Julie, it's amazing like, it's for the Irish Open this summer. So we look for a small country. We, we're, we're very blessed with golf courses. Um, you, I don't think you can really go too far wrong with any of them, really. You mentioned your
0: brother was on the bag for you at the Par 3 contest. Yeah. What's your favorite memory playing golf with your brother growing up in
1: Ireland? Uh, I mean, we, so we wouldn't have played a lot. Like I only played golf for a couple of years. Um, but, I mean, that was, that's going to be a fun one. Like, I have a cool memory. Like when I went, my brother lived in Australia. He lived in Perth. Um, so we played golf over there and it was I can't I can not pronounce the name I'll, I'll butcher it but it was so fun there was like kangaroos on the course and that sort of stuff and just being able to play over there with him but yeah we, we played for a couple of years my brother my other brother kind of casually mentioned the other day that he just like birdie the first in the third hole and he might have played golf for a year so he's always, he's one of those kind of naturally nice swing guys so it's you know it's it's I, I suppose not too many of them but like we we played a little bit growing up and it's nice to see them sometimes get out and kind of enjoy it and at least kind of experience some of them, so what I'm kind of going through. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Well, we look at the PJ Tour season you're in right now. You a really good start there in, in January. I saw you played well in in uh Sony I want to say there yeah. early on top yeah. 5 top 10. Yeah. What what does kind of confidence do you get from your early play in this year?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's huge. You know, it's you put, you you, it puts you in such a different spot. I mean, so many years in the past. At uh, this time, I'm probably like 125 or outside, and uh, your whole sole focus is on getting inside at 125. For now, it's just trying to improve. I'm not sure I'm somewhere in the 20s, like in a great spot. I know I'm going to qualify for the playoffs, so it's just trying to improve your standings and it's, you know, try to get back in the winner's circle and that sort of stuff. So it, it gives you a lot of confidence, to kind of chase some of those bigger things, where sometimes you get preoccupied. In the past, I've been preoccupied, I'm just trying to make sure I can have a job for the following year. So it's a different spot to be in, and it's one I hopefully will be uh, going in going forward. Right. Well, then,
0: when you think about your first win, and now here we are, fast forward the tape a little bit. How do you recapture that kind of magic? I know that's the that's the crazy question everybody wants to answer, but but for you, how are you going to work on it day by day?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not, there's not much. Sometimes it's just your week, you know. So it's it's about putting your like preparing properly and doing all the little things that you can do to get yourself in a good spot, going give yourself a chance, you know. Even when I won, I mean, I got some great breaks, and you watch it on TV, and the guy who wins, there's a lot of breaks, you know. But the thing I can do is I can prepare well. I can, you know, mentally be prepared to be in those positions, and then that gives me the best chance to kind of perform when it matters most. Whether you're going to win or not, who knows, but the key to me is just do all the right things and then see what happens kind of at the end of Sunday evening.
0: Uh, real quickly on your practice routine, when you try to control what you can control, what kinds of things are you really focused on when you get on the range? Like do you have are you a gadgets guy? What what's no, the focus is? I
1: still have a few things that I'll check and uh, Simon and I will check whether I'm just gonna go and hit a couple now and just kinda check. Everyone's got a couple of tendencies to get into so I'm just making sure I if I am getting to them I put a stop to it as because I can and get back on the right track. But nothing really too complicated or technical. To me, when I'm practicing, it's going to be a lot of putting. Make sure that feels good. Make sure the short game, we've got a good feel for the greens and the bunkers and the rough. And then again, like, make sure my kind of hitting my numbers and my wedges. And then you've got a chance. You know, the long game, you obviously wanted to be there. But that's, you know, you're swinging at 120 miles an hour. It's not always coming off perfectly square. But, you know, you just figure out what's going to work for you that week. And you just get around as best you can.
0: Right. Yeah. You mentioned earlier Mount Juliet's going to be hosting the Irish Open. Will you be planning to be out there this summer? Is yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm playing the Irish, Irish Open this summer. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I, I grew up only probably less than an hour from Mount Juliet, so I'm really, really excited about that one.
0: What do you make of it as an Irish Open venue? And, and you know the course well.
1: I know the course well. I mean, I haven't played it as an Irish Open, but I, I think it's going to be fantastic. I mean, they hosted the World Golf Championships back in, I can't 405 I know when
0: Tiger mind. was out there, Sergio, all those guys. Yeah.
1: yeah, but it's a fantastic golf course. a beautiful, beautiful property. And, I, I think it's going to be great. am really looking forward to
0: it. And last question here. Uh, to me, the, the relationships about golf are the strongest thing. That's why my podcast is called Beyond the Clubhouse, all those lasting relationships, what they mean to us. Who are a couple people in your life with golf that have really been helpful and, and that still last to this day?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I, I said, my probably... I a buddy I actually came out visit last week in um in Las Vegas, Ken Guilford and like Ken he was my coach for a long time and then even now like I, I, he's a guy I'll bounce ideas off in terms of golf but we're just we're good buddies we met through golf and obviously that's that was the connecting factor but yeah he's a great guy and uh yeah you do you meet a lot of people a lot of great people in golf throughout the years and yeah that's, what, that's one of the things I love about the game. Enjoy the rest of the season my friend. Thank you very much, I appreciate it. All right, bud. Have a good see one. you down the road. Cheers. Good man.
0: All right, big thanks to Seamus Power for joining me here on Beyond the Clubhouse. I loved what he had to talk about there with Ireland and uh, some of the different places. We all hear about Bunyan. We all hear about the real big-name places, but he had some good insight there. It would be interesting to see and explore as we look towards some some maybe possible trips to Ireland, some of these places that he mentioned, and and to get into that. I also loved what he said about the Masters and first-time experience, what that was like. Of course, the family there and uh spending time with family in the evenings and friends and just it just shows you how big an event it was his very first major championship is a really cool point in his career where he's at in his late 20s uh to be kind of knocking that off the list uh, so to speak so yeah really fun stuff with Seamus hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll catch up soon here on beyond the clubhouse